Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody Weekend Replay Podcast. 12 of our favorite moments from this past week. We are back, babies, which means an all-new After the Show podcast, After the Show. Yeah. Today, you can grab that and listen anywhere you get podcasts, and it's free to download. Okay, so I have been cooking, Sam, and well, I'm cooking a lot. In the air fryer? In the air fryer some, but also... In my grandmother's old cast iron. Oh. I haven't cooked in a cast iron in a very long time, and it's been sitting back there just not being used. Skillet or a pot? A skillet. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have a pot, a cast iron pot. Well, you did at one point. And this is your grandmother's, right? Yeah, I think it is. Well, we we determined that. You looked at it, and you were like, that wasn't Heidi's. You didn't recognize it, so that must be my grandmother's. My grandmother's looks like it has been heavily used, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is the sign of a great cast iron, right? My my grandmother's, she did a ton of cornbread in it, and I never knew how she flipped it, but she did. You know, the wrist action and whatever, because it's a heavy thing. Mm -hmm. But I honestly came across a book, a cast iron cookbook, in a bookstore over the Mm -hmm. holidays, and I started reading through it. And it was just like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot how perfectly it conducts heat. Yeah. I forgot how perfectly it cooks things. And I was reading. This is not, this makes me the nerd. But about the origins of it and why it was, it's how they used to cook over fires. Yeah. You know, and. They the original to, cookware. The original cookware was cast iron over yeah. a fire standing on like stilts. They didn't even have handles on them. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, this is cool. And I haven't. It's just back there wasting away. And it was exciting to me to get it out. I re-seasoned it, although I don't think I needed to. Yeah. I seasoned it again and put it in the oven, and it started, the house started smoking. Uh-huh. And Murphy's like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. It's like, open the windows. But I did, let's just get simple and basic, hamburgers in it the other night. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Better than a grill. Yeah. Better than anything. And it's true, because if you do something on like a grill... What happens? All the beautiful juices drip yeah. down. All the flavor drips down. In a cast iron, the flavor stays right there. And it's sturdy, so if you wanted to make smash burgers, you could. You yeah, I didn't, I didn't smash them up crazy. Yeah. You know, but I did when I flipped it the last time, knowing I wasn't going to flip it again. That's when I put the cheese oh, on top. Oh, yeah, let it melt. It melted so... Be- I shared it on our story. Yeah. and it's delicious. I only made three burgers, and Phoebe wasn't even home. So I had one burger, Murphy had one, and then he was like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Phoebe's not here, right? Second burger. <laughs> I got the uh, best Christmas gift ever. and Yay. Did you see him? Yeah, don't at me on this one. Um, uh, right before Christmas, one of my exes, mm-hmm. number one, had messaged me that she had a bunch of pictures for me. Ex yeah. number one? Yeah. Oh, um, and I was like, okay. So I stopped by her house and I picked them up and they were all, she was going through pictures, organizing everything. And so she had school pictures of Sammy and Will when they were little. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of stuff I had, but there's a lot of things I didn't have. There was a lot of pictures of my college graduation that I didn't have. Ooh. Um, man, you're lucky she has <laughs> held on to those and not. At- yeah. She did tell me at one point she was looking to throw all that stuff away, but she kept them just in case, especially like all the old. F- pictures of me and friends that's wonderful right. pictures are difficult to throw away yeah they you are. know what i mean even when they don't bring back good memories, it's just like you feel weird about throwing away a photo mm-hmm. history. It's like now with the digital ones it's there's so many history. of them but i still feel bad when i delete it's like if you delete it you're not getting it back but i got four different versions of right. it right. Right. okay right and uh well, i started going through the pictures and you know saving them all and one of the pictures in there like i said was my college graduation so they had pictures of me with my grandma at college gra- mm. you know 
different Christmas pictures of me and my grandma and my aunt, people who had passed away. That's Ooh. wonderful. And one of the ones for my college graduation was my friend since sixth grade. He was also my roommate at, at college in college mm-hmm. for a few years. And it's a picture of him and his mom and dad, you know, holding the he's holding the diploma and they're standing on the grass. So I was like, Oh, cool. So I snapped a picture and I sent it to him and I got back this, oh my God. Thank you so much. Right. I have no pictures of my parents. Oh, what? His, what? his mom's house was flooded in Katrina. Oh. They live in that area that was really bad. Well, everything was Everything was gone. But the, he lost all his pictures. His mom lost everything. So, wow. It was a great gift that my ex gave me, but then accidentally just like, hey, look, I got a picture of you. And it was like. That's big all deal. he's got of his mom and dad. Are now. you going to give him the hard copy? Oh, yeah, 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 Good. yeah. In, in fact, it was like it sparked a conversation where, hey, we need to do lunch next time I'm in town. Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm on vacation, but yeah, let me know, blah, blah, blah. And so right. I held the picture out because it's like, yeah, take it. I'm going to give it to him whenever I see him. That's so cool. Yeah. And do your exes mind that you number them? You know, you said X number one. Oh, no. Oh, you meant the photos. Uh, the pictures. I was like, <laughs> picture number 3,400. <laughs> we love hearing from you the most. You can email us at murphysamandjody.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. From our social media pages, though, um, we had posted the reel, the video reel, about what one thing is missing from most dating websites. Hmm. You remember, it was humor. Yeah. And you were blown away. Oh, blown like in your away. bio or something like that, something that shows a sense of humor. If you would display it in front of somebody, meeting them for five minutes in an elevator, you need to have it on your dating profile. Yeah. And that's hard. I'm sure there's a lot to ask, but, um, and you were blown away by that mm-hmm. because you think it's important. And guess what it is? Yeah. If you, if, if you are humorous, I mean, can you imagine that. a dating profile? It's all serious. No. It's like, okay, uh, next. Uh. Does that get tricky, though, because mm-hmm. it's just words? You know what I mean? Sometimes the sense of humor doesn't translate through words, especially <laughs> sarcasm. If you're, if you're sarcasm, not, yeah. uh, if your sense of humor is not sarcastic, when somebody reads that, sometimes it's like, yeah. wrong well, but with sure. you read a funny book. Yeah. I mean, anyway, Rand commented, humor is important. That said, it has to be understood someone with a great sense of humor can't be expected to always be on hey. and ready with something that amuses. Mm-hmm. Balance in expectations is what I see missing in the dating world. Balance. That is a great observation. It is. Because that's real life. It is true. Do you yeah. feel that pressure, Sam, to be oh, funny yeah. all the time? Yeah, I feel it from the two of you. What? Yeah, we've... So there are oh, times, Sam. you know, when we've shot little videos like, oh. hey, you know, coming up tomorrow on the show. I'm sorry. And Jody goes, Put, do something funny here. <laughs> it's like, okay, you don't just come on, Sam. order up something funny. It's we like, do that to each other, though. Yeah. It's got to come time. to me. And usually it's there. Mm-hmm. But there are times it's just not. We do that to each other. Yeah. When we're yeah. interviewing yeah. somebody or something and you'll be like, do your Jody thing. Yeah. And then when, it, when it's management time. Murphy. It's like, can you please do your Murphy thing? Yeah. Say something really <laughs> inspirational. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sum it all up and, you know. Anyway, Rand, you're so correct. Humor is important. And I think the reason that, you know, you that needs to be in a dating profile is because you have to have the same or at least a similar sense of humor or you, yeah, you want to well, know to that. show that you're multifaceted, too. You want to know that. Maybe you should somebody. use that word, Sam. <laughs> I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> All right, keep uh, keep it coming with us anytime online. 
back in the groove food. It's at murphysamandjody.com for you right now. You know, this is the month where you really at least try to get back, back on in the track groove. and back in the groove. It's the name. A half-hearted effort for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Simple recipes, they're good for you. Okay, that's at murphysamandjody.com. You guys want to talk a little bit about the Harry book? And I do mean Harry... Oh, Prince Harry. Yeah, you're not going to say Harry Styles. The Duke Harry, of Sussex. Duke, yeah, yeah I, I didn't know the title. I don't remember the title, and is he going to renounce his title? I mean, I, I don't know. We've heard so much about the book. Is it already out? Yes, or? it dropped yesterday. Yeah, it dropped earlier like Tuesday. this week. <laughs> Tuesday, rather. Okay. And he was on like 60 Minutes this week, too. You know, my brother and I love each other. I love him deeply. There has been a lot of pain between the two of us, especially the last six years. None of... Anything that I've written and anything I've included is ever intended to hurt my family. Oh, okay. So I bring it up because here's what's to know. It's the fastest selling nonfiction book in the world, maybe ever. The calculations are still coming in. Um, It's the top selling book on Amazon. They Mm -hmm. sold 400,000 copies on the first day, according to data coming in. Everybody wants to know this. And um, for, for those who are thinking about it, if you're on the fence, like I'm on the fence about this. Um, on the about, fence about reading it? Yeah. Or, oh, really? Watch. It's Harry. It's Harry um, reading the audiobook. If you want to hear that voice, Watch tell it the, to you. the Netflix thing first. Okay. And then you can decide there if you want the book because it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of the it's same It's kind of the same stuff. thing? Okay. So you can decide if you really want to delve into it. Okay. Um, the other things to know, apparently William is super mad. The future king of England is super mad well, about. He, he just said he didn't want to hurt him. Well, he didn't want to do it, but page after page after page, he is. You know, if you can kind of, I know none of us are royals, but if you <laughs> if you were to write a tell-all book about your family, I mean, could you do that? I couldn't do it. I, I don't think I could, no. I could not. But you It would know, be a lot of chapters. But <laughs> well, I guess we need to, you know, watch and get some context here to understand what his, what his overall beef is, you watch the series, right, Sam? So yeah, you, his overall beef is the spare. institution right. yeah. of okay. the monarchy. BBC, by the way, the critics say that it's the weirdest book ever written. It's like the longest angry drunk text ever. Wow. Mm. Jody, I am going to be uh, turning over some family heirlooms to you soon. Yay! Sam, are you doing like cleaning out of your house or something? Or is this no, just... no, no, just one room. Well, it's not even a room. It's a pantry. Oh. Um, <sighs> This came about accidentally. Jody uh, shared with me a cookbook that she bought recently. And so yeah. I took it home. I was flipping through it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take a picture of that page and that mm-hmm. page. And then it hit me. It's like, this looks like a book I should have. I know. And I, and I even thought, I know you bought it half price at Barnes & Noble after Christmas. I did. <laughs> I was even thinking, I'll just go buy the book. Full yeah. price. Aw. I don't care because it's that it's good that of good. a book. Right. Yeah. And I went and looked in my pantry, and there it is. You had it So already. at some point, my parents bought it for me and wow. put it in there. Well, wait, does Murphy and, know the whole story about why no. you have so many? He has a pantry full of cookbooks because... Yeah, well, it's, it's, down, it's only down to about 20 or 24 now. It used to be, my parents, whenever they would come visit, they would bring, a lot of times, they would bring a cookbook. My dad, you know, was into the recipes, yeah. cutting them from the paper, printing them out, putting them on sheets. But he would buy cookbooks like, um, like we buy book books. Right. He write, he read really? cookbooks to read books. Mm-hmm. He didn't. I mean, wow. he would find okay. recipes he liked and marked them. Yeah. But he bought a cookbook to read it, to know the story behind it, to know what they put in it. And That's all that. awesome. And That's so very cool. They yeah. would buy one for me too. Like, here's yours. Okay. And it's like I'm not that person. 
Yeah. I use cookbooks to cook. And you said it to them constantly. I told them a still. few times, just stop <laughs> buying them because I'm not, I'm, I'm not using them. I yeah. did it nicely. I know, but, but they kept doing. In fact, my mom gave me one for Christmas. Yeah. So oh gosh. At one point, I wound up cleaning out my pantry. I got about twenty, twenty-four. Like I said, that's so a lot of cookbooks. I right. don't even need those. After looking at those, I thought I'm getting rid of about half of these. And so and when, Jody said, when he said ooh, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." Yeah. I, and the way I, the way I use cookbooks, I cook from them, like you. Yeah. But and not all the way to the way your dad does, does it. But I sort of I appreciate them. And so I kind of have them as coffee table books sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have a coffee. A, 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 the, I have a cast iron cookbook right now, and it's sort of out, and I look at it every once in a while. The coffee table ones are kind of like I right. like because you can read those and right. look at the pictures. And, and there you, are read good the story. stories. Yeah. So, so I've got about 10, I guess, I can bring you and see if you yay. really want them. The rest we donate, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always can, donate. You got those friends that do the book stuff. If I you do. Want. I can give them to you, put them in a bag, and you can just take the ones you want and give I'll them away. I'll just do them for you. Yeah. Yes. I had to have some blood work done the other morning. First thing in the morning, fasting blood work. and mm-hmm. Yeah. You had, to, you had to leave here for a few minutes to do yeah, that. Yeah, I did. And so um, it just strikes me that so much of the things that bother us can be in our minds, right? What do you mean? Because the You're worried stick, about the needle? The needle was nothing. Everything else is what made me oogie. Am I weird like that? What's everything else? That thing that they wrap around and tie... Oh, you're uh, talking about the little latex, you know, thing, or yeah. I guess it may. It's probably not latex. It feels like a big out. fat rubber band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a tourniquet. Yeah, tourniquet. That actually, that's the word. Yeah, that pulls my hair. I don't like I, that. Well, it it just feels weird. Yeah, I don't like that. But the stick doesn't. The I've stick been didn't. stuck so many times; it doesn't bother me. Well, what I'm saying is, my girl was she was great. I mean, I barely felt it, but I yeah. I wasn't looking. So that so the tourniquet bothered me more than the stick. And then why does it's, a tourniquet bother you? It just feels wrong against your skin, and then it's tight. Oh. I don't know. I'm just saying it bothers me. Oh. But the other part is you can hear them clipping the little um, yeah. the little tubes. And this time it was a bunch of tubes. It was like five or six. And I eventually, so I'm not looking down at you know the blood draw because yeah. that's my thing. I don't want to look down at yeah. it. So I'm looking away, and. Um, I was like, it's, why are there so many? But you hear those clicking and her switching the tubes. That bothers me. But at one that, point in the middle of it, I thought, here's the trick. In my mind, stop picturing what she's doing. The whole point of me turning away is I don't want to picture what she's doing. So I started picturing something else, and it, and I was fine. Well, good. Picturing I, that I, she was doing something else, like putting a puzzle together <laughs> I always look away. I mean, it's uh-huh. even as many times as, you know, that's sort of a regular thing because I'm getting stuck three or four times a year, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I always look away. But the multiple draw thing, I, I like it when they put the extra tube there so that they're they're changing out the collect the collection containers uh-huh. with a tube instead of pulling it directly off the needle right. each time. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't know what that's they That's the were only doing. thing that bothers me a little bit. Because I but. wasn't watching. But those two things are worse than the stick to me. Yeah. Anyway, it's about... You know, telling yourself a different story if you're looking away anyway. So what did you visualize? Her putting together some little puzzle. Because you can feel (laughs) things, you know, and you can hear things. Hey, it is what's in your mind. It is. Download and listen to the show and the After the Show podcast any time of day, anywhere you are, when it works for you, anywhere you uh, download podcasts for free. Okay? 
Murphy, you're going to like this story especially. It's it's about, you'll like it, Sam, because it's about Disney. Yay. And Murphy will like it because it's about, well, work, management. Look at this stuff. <laughs> oh, really? Isn't it neat? Do you hear about Wouldn't Disney telling employees complete? that it's coming? What? This new, the new, I guess, you got to come back to work. You got to come wow. back into the office. There was a memo that was sent by their CEO. Is it Bob Iger? Mickey yeah. Mouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. And he was just put back in as CEO, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he yeah. was. See, I wouldn't know that. That's you, Murph. The guy well, before him ran it into the ground, so you kind of kicked him out and brought ran Bob back. Ran it into the ground? Yeah. When has Disney ever been in the ground? Well, okay, by Disney standards. Oh, okay. It, I think it had to do like when after streaming didn't work as well as they hoped and all that kind of stuff. You oh, know? okay. We're making money, just not Disney money. Okay, so starting in March, <laughs> there was a memo that went out that says employees have to be back in the office Four days a week, Monday through Thursday. It's a return to work plan. It's one of the most comprehensive in all of the U.S. and all the companies. And it was a whole memo. You're talking about the whole company, though, not just like the park people, because I can't assume, the whole company. I can't imagine the park people not showing up because then you wouldn't no. have people running the parks. Yeah, but for office, yeah. you know, for administrative, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. because there's been a lot of work from home since 2020. Uh, you know, and, and it's not that it's a bad thing. There are some companies that can thrive that way, but there are some companies where, I mean, unfortunately, I think productivity goes down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just because of the social setting. You know, when you're in with others and mm-hmm. can have conversations and so forth, more probably gets done. Part of the yeah. memo was that being together brings, trem- this sounds like Murphy <laughs> <laughs> brings tremendous value to the creative process. So what you just said. Yeah. And Have so, any of the characters been working from home? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Well, let's think about that. Do you remember at the beginning at the beginning of COVID when we were all uncertain about what was going on, I was staying working from home. Remember I that? And I was yeah. Skyping with, you know, to do the show with you and, and Jody because um, we didn't know what was up. It was, you know, good for me to be at work or not. And it was a little bit challenging to be It was very challenging. Like that, right? yeah. It's very it's disconnected. Better for the for three of us to be in the same room like this. It's, it's better for certain people with their flexibility. And everybody loves work-life flexibility, but it's not necessarily better for the overall. By so. the way, and Murphy, that was because of the diabetes. Correct, yeah. yeah it wasn't just because, be I'm us. not going, Jody, you go. <laughs> <laughs> We love to hear from you, so join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. If we are on the other line or we miss you, you can always leave us messages, and you do. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hey, guys, this is Robert from Indiana. just wanted to say that you guys have changed my view on radio completely. I used to be the one that would always be like, radio is for music, not for talk shows. But with you guys, it's completely opposite. I want you to take away the music and just <laughs> talk about your day, your events, everything. It's hilarious. I love you guys. It's awesome. You have definitely changed my view on radio, and I will always forever listen to you guys Aww. from this point on. Thanks. Wow. That's a, thank Robert, you, thank Robert. you for leaving us the message. We can't take away the music. No, though. we can't take away the music. <laughs> just so you know. Um, you want to grab another one, guys? Yeah. Uh, yes. Hi, guys. My name is Dawn. First of all, I want to just tell you guys, I love, love, love your show. Mm. You guys were talking about people taking food on planes. I've got a story. Mm. So my stepmom, she would take corn with her onto the plane, and we told her, they're they're never going to let you through with that. She said, oh, no, honey, I'm going to eat it on the plane. (laughs) 
Can you imagine eating corn while you're on the plane? Anyways, thanks, guys. Thank you, Dawn, for the message. I'm that assuming corn on the cob is what she means, right? Either way, it's still <laughs> yeah, odd. It's still Dawn. corn. Yeah. I, I, I've seen people bring really strange things on like? the planes. I, I mean, I've seen people bring, you know, fried chicken, which is delicious, but man, yeah. on a plane, that's messy. It you know also smells it's, incredible. I, yeah, like when you go to five oh. guys in the airport and then bring them oh on a plane. God. Oh, my God. I want to sit by that person. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had anybody, you know, go you get on a plane with, the, you know, their sub sandwich that's loaded up with purple onions yeah. and all that? It's yeah. Really yeah, it's like, it's too much. Strong. I will tell you, the only thing about this that's, and Dawn, the only thing about it is for me, the older I get and the more I travel, the less I want to eat on a plane. Yeah. Why? Because you know, it's a hundred million people have touched what you're just about to sit and touch and seatbelt. And hand sanitizer works, know. you know, perfectly. And, you know, I, know. I understand, Jody. You got to put the tray down. You got to hold on to the stuff when you're done. Um, no, it's about it's about the, the germs in the air. Uh, <laughs> well, both of you can pass. That's more Biscoff for yeah, me. Yeah. Or corn. We love to hear from you the most, so jump in, 877-310-4MSJ or online. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. From our, well, we got this in the email from Lisa. Um, it's about our Not So Serious Book Club. Mm-hmm. Over the holidays, I added a couple of books to the Not So Serious Book Club. Um, fiction. I only read fiction, really. <laughs> I mean, if Nonfiction's we, my job. Nonfiction is Murphy. Well, you read, uh, like, about Ozzy. That's nonfiction. Okay, autobiographies about fun yeah. people. Yeah, that's yes. true. Ooh, I read the Sammy Hagar bio last year. Mm. It was fun and funny. And what a businessman he is. Yeah. I recommend that one. Uh, but I added a few, and one of them was... A man called Uve. You guys remember me talking about it. The movie it's, is Otto. Right. The movie is a man called Otto, currently playing starring Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay. So I recommended the book because I started reading it and I could see that it was beautiful. And then I don't remember what happened. I, I never finished it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life. Yeah. But it was good. So Lisa chimed in. Finished this book, and Jody, you've got to finish this book. It's really good. I would have never read it if it wasn't for you recommending it. Uh, because you said, you stopped, I wanted you to know, you've got to finish it. It was so, so good. So thank you, Lisa, hmm. uh, for that. I believe it. It's about a man who, without giving anything away, you, like, you could get this from the cover of the book. He's a widower. You can probably get it from the trailer. Yeah. He's an angry old cuss. Hello. What's your name? Otto. Otto? O-T-T-O. I'm Abby. O-T-T-O. I brought you some food. Okay. Okay. Bye. So he's a widower, and he's really grumpy Mm -hmm. and unhappy and Mm. just has a negative cloud Mm. around him. And then some neighbors befriend him and, I I think, literally change his life. And it's just a very human sort of story. Maybe I should read this. Actually, I think it would would get you. You can either read it. The book is called A Man Called Uve, O-V-E, or you could watch the movie, yeah. Otto, O-T-T-O. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Keep it coming anytime. You know we love to hear from you on Instagram or Facebook. Workcations are hot right now among employees. In fact, they want workcations. What does it sound like? And I'll tell you what it means. Um, I actually don't know. I mean, I, I've never heard of him. So oh. believe it or not, I mean, I, I do there's, believe it. There's working from home, but yeah. that's not really a vacation. Nope, absolutely you know? not. It's working on like, vacation. That's work, working on vacation. Oh, what is that? Yeah. So it doesn't sound like it to me. It sounded like a vacation from work. I need a workcation, which yeah. is a vacation. But uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, it's it's a term meaning 
Would you rather a longer vacation where you have to work a little bit while you're there or just a shorter vacation with no work? Like you have a choice. You can take, you know, three days off, Mm -hmm. no work or five days off and work a little bit. I think it depends on the person and the job. Overwhelmingly, Mm -hmm. the employees in the workforce say, I I want the longer, I want more time off and I'll work a little bit on Thursday and Friday. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll, I'll give you 30 minutes or an hour. So when they say workcation, do they mean that this is working from home, or does that no. mean you're traveling to the coast and you're traveling? You're you're taking the time off. Wherever you are, it doesn't matter where you're going, but you're taking time off. Whether it's that you work from home and you're not logging in, right? But you're still doing Murphy. We have been married for. 20, how many? I can't remember how long. 20. Yeah, yeah let's do the math on it. Uh, it's almost 24. Yeah, 23. 24 see? 23 years. years. You have. I have never been on vacation with you when you didn't work a little bit. Well, that's true. It is true. Right. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Sam it's, does the same thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I work, work, I work every day on vacation. But, <laughs> I mean, little. I'm talking it's 15 minutes. Right. It, you don't mind it. So we're actually actually practicing the work case yeah. right now? We, yeah. Actually, we invented it, Jody. You've been doing this before. <laughs> We've trademarked the name, so next time you say it, you pay us. <laughs> You've been doing it before it was cool. Yeah. You know, most successfully, a lot of successful people, when they step away, and it's true to, that you do need time where you step away so you refresh and rejuvenate yeah. however if you, if you want a certain life it is worked for and, and it's sometimes all, it's worked yeah. for even by the pool it's also a mindset too because i know i'm on vacation and i know i'm gonna have to do something mm-hmm. so it's like i tell myself it's only 15 minutes you're yeah. still on vacation yeah you're and not going into the office well and you know most business owners will say they every vacation really oh. is a workcation for them so if you own a business yeah. you know it, yeah it's it's a new name it's not really a new concept yeah Murphy, you know what tonight is, don't you? Uh, Friday night. Uh, yeah. We watch another episode of Tulsa King. Is that what we're going to do? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. Um, no, 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 no. But it's a big deal in our daughter Phoebe's life. One of her senior year big deals. Her winter formal is tonight. Oh, oh. You know what? I feel so bad. But, you know, every night I've been working on other mm-hmm. things this mm-hmm. week. So I haven't seen her. I forgot that was tonight. Yeah, it's tonight. You won't see her tonight either. Are she and the uh, <laughs> the girl pack going together? Yes, that's what's so cool. I wanted to bring it up. And if she lets me share pictures, I promise I will, because this dress that she picked out is my favorite dress she's ever worn. Mm-hmm. I mean, in her life, in her 17 years, this is my favorite dress she ever... And she picked it out last weekend, sent me a picture of herself in it, like in the dressing room, and I was like, oh my gosh, Phoebe. So I haven't seen this yet either, have I? I thought I showed it to you. I am on my phone when we're no, at the restaurant. No, that was me. Oh, I know. <laughs> Great. Oh, Sam, Sam, got, Sam got to see it first. Hey, Murphy, weird. you should see your daughter. Murphy, I'm pretty sure I showed it to you when we're out at the restaurant with our friends that night. I did show it to Sam in here. Anyhow, what's so funny about it is that, yes, number one, I love that, you know, she and her friend group, they just all go together. It's yeah. a bunch of girls, you know, the big girl gang. The last time they did that, it was power suit prom, remember, mm-hmm. when they all wore power suits? And they have prom coming up in May as well. So, I, And I think she wants to power suit it again, but she's wearing a legit gown tonight. And there's something about your 17-year-old daughter who, you know, normally walks around in chucks and yeah. jeans and almost no makeup sometimes, plays guitar in her room on the floor, putting on a gown. And it's like... Oh, 
Yeah. You're a young lady. Right. It's grown up times 10 when that happens. You're right. Oh, yeah. She told me, she says, man, I feel like a woman in this dress. <laughs> she said, you look gorgeous and you are a young woman. Um, so I will share pictures if she lets me. I try to be very respectful of that. You know, mm-hmm. I always, yeah, as we should, even though they're the social media generation, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean I own that image. Oh, no. You know, she does. And it's her senior year. That that moment, well, that few months of, of a person's life where you can't wait to get out, you can't, you don't want to be there anymore, and yet you're gonna wish for this time back, seniors. You yeah, don't believe I, it's us. A, it's a privilege right now. I mean, there's a this you're is the going home stretch. To. Enjoy it. Sam, I know you want to get to and talk about your question marks about the space force, mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. for my Friday favorite earlier. You know, I was saying it was Pentatonix doing the national anthem at the College Football National Championship earlier this week. They're so good. Mm -hmm. They're so in sync, and it was so beautiful, the a cappella group Pentatonix. But it was really my favorite thing for you to go back and watch. So on YouTube or however you like to watch it, because, Murphy, you would appreciate the planning that must have gone into the national anthem being a part of that broadcast because it's not just a camera on them singing yeah. or the crowd. They definitely had shots ready. Yeah. Well, yeah it's panoramic shots. The, the and crowd, the flag, the planes that fly so over, a couple stadium. of the players, maybe the coach singing. It was choreographed. It was very yeah. beautifully choreographed. Like, I want to watch just that over and over again and the flag on the field. So that's why it was my favorite. Now to what you had a problem with. <laughs> I don't have a problem. Okay, let me oh, clear yeah. this up. I oh, don't yeah. have a problem with it. It was just odd hearing, you know, the colors presented by all the members of the military and Space Force. Please rise as our nation's colors are presented by the Joint Armed Forces Color Guard, including members of the Army, Marine Corps, Navy, Air Force, Space Force, and Coast Guard. Right. It's, it's just... It's the it first just time jumps I, out because it's the first time I had heard it. I know it exists, and one side of me, the snarky side, it's like <coughs> space yeah, but do you, force. Do it's you, a comedy. But do you know what it's actually used for? Do you know why we have a space force? Because Trump created it. That's all. Okay, I Okay, no. See, that's what you need to go back and read up on. It's not the reason we have a space force is because global warfare and all that kind of stuff, military, uh-huh. all that technology is being used with satellites, and there are threats of you know our own military satellites from other countries like Russia yeah. and so mm-hmm. forth. So this is a very serious military organization that specializes in assisting our forces on the ground. Mm-hmm. I understand oh, it does. Wow. It does sound like a fun because of the space thing we've just heard has always been we think futuristic. It's Star Wars. Yeah. But it's a very real yep. today military. Wow. Like maybe if the name was different it wouldn't jump out so much. Maybe you're right. But, well, I'm you know, well, some, some government like, aeronautical blah 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 blah, you yeah. know. Cool, but well, Space Force works. But so. they are members of the U.S. military, so they are absolutely they are. Yeah. Thank you for your service, and I love that they're being announced along with, as they should, when the colors are presented. And Sam, I know you said you thought it was a Trump thing, but back in 2019, it was actually entire Congress, bipartisan. Gotcha. Everybody was on the same page with this is an important move for the country.